As a certified fitness trainer and holistic coach in training, we have a passion for health and we want you to learn with us along the way. We are moms on a mission to live our best, healthiest life and we want you to join our journey. So let's have fun learning and get healthy together. Welcome, Welcome to, to Moms, Moms on, on a Mission, Mission Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode. Welcome. Moms, Moms on a Mission. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So. Sorry about. The late podcast. Yeah. We're so sorry. We're podcasting on the day that we're usually upload and we usually upload first thing in the morning so it's late this time but you know things come up and we should have been more prepared and had a backup one for times like this but we did not so so a little bit of a delay but yeah brianna is gonna be working hard to get it up and running right away so you won't have to skip more than a day yeah hopefully i will so we appreciate your patience yeah and we will try to be better about that in the future yeah so let's just jump into what we've done this week what did you do this week miss Tara? <laughs> well i've been out of town which is hence one of the reasons why we were a little bit behind with um our podcast for this week yeah um so anyways my oldest son it was moving out of town and so we took him up there me and my parents my little one, and we got him all set up. He's about 10 hour, nine and a half hour drive away from here. Um, and that's crazy. He's like on his own. So, yeah, we just kind of made it a bit of a trip and um, oh, burps. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. It's crazy. So, we made it a, we made it a it, trip and it's sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but isn't that so weird? Like, I've thought about that, like to have older kids that are just like grown and doing their own thing. It's very weird. Like it's very weird, especially like when they're like literally like they just turned 18 seconds ago, I swear. Like he yeah. like he he just turned 18 in August. Um, yeah. And and it's he's November. already living. And it's one thing if they live like in a town where you have other family members, right? Or other like parents, he's by himself. Right? We don't have anyone But out he's there. got no one. So, other than, obviously, no, not really. I mean, he's, he's starting to meet people. Yeah. Um, he's going out there for football, so he's starting to meet people and, you know, his coach and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely scary. It was hard for me. But, it? yeah, I was bugging him for, the like, every day. Even last night, I was, like, messaging him. And he's like, you just called me yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, today I backed off. And didn't, I don't want to be messaging, texting him every second. Like, are you okay? Are you comfortable? Are you all right? Do you feel good? Are you healthy? Are you, do you need happy? <laughs> like, do you have all your needs met for the day? Every minute of the day, I guess I have to just kind of like let him do his thing. So yeah, that's crazy. We will see. But sometimes that's the easiest way to I mean, learn is to just get out there and do it and yeah, I mean, like, I would be nervous just going to a random province and being just by myself now. So, I mean, like, I can only imagine how he's feeling. I mean, he's more social than me, I think, so he's probably fine. I'm more introverted than he is. 
I think it's also too easier when you're just single and you have no kids or nothing because you can kind of... Yeah, I'm thinking from like a single no kids stance though too. Like if I was just by myself, single, and my age I am now and I was just like going to go to another province, like I just couldn't do it but that's just me yeah no a lot of people can't so anyways he's that's crazy but um he's not scared and he can meet people quickly so yeah that's Um, good so you guys drove through the rocky mountains yeah and we had perfect weather on the way there and then on the way back it was pretty good we just got stuck um in a storm Mm -hmm. as we got closer to town coming back but for the most part we made it safely there and back the weather was pretty good it wasn't like shiny sunny the whole time but it wasn't cold like it was here um and yeah just for like i had the best intentions like i'm still gonna eat really good and this and that but you know when you go on a trip and like it's just we stayed with someone they're cooking you don't want to be rude and picky um yeah and then just sometimes quicker, easier choices. Um, I don't know. So, anyways, I, I mean, I wasn't. Out I felt. Of I fell off I, the wagon. I wasn't out of town, and I did too. I think subconsciously, maybe because I knew you were, but I was just like, oh well, like, you know, it was Halloween. We had Halloween candy. Yeah, that didn't affect um, me. I had, and I had one. I didn't have one to this day. I've not had one piece of Halloween candy. What I will say though is, I have had Halloween candy, but not a lot, as much as I thought I would, because I was like, oh, once I start, I won't stop. I'm like. I'm not into chocolate like I was before. Like, I mean, let's not, like, jump to... I'm not trying to, like, eat a bunch of chocolate right now anyways. And, like, today and but yesterday... But you're not I've all crazily good. craving it like you no, were before. I was like... Oh, sorry. But Malachi. Kai Kai is trying to be a part of the podcast. He's waving his hands. He's and, like, Mom, stop. Um, Give me some chocolate. I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. Like, I would eat the chocolate bar and I'm like, well, you know, like, my honey sandwich tastes better than this so yeah <laughs> and i mean like i know you're not supposed to have like copious amounts of honey either like everything's in no but at least but, you're like, getting like tons of nutrients when you have your honey as opposed to when you have your chocolate you're getting absolutely yeah. zero nutrition like my new thing is like <laughs> like to take a piece of just one piece i don't let myself have two because then it's like too much but one piece of bread put it in half half have peanut butter half have honey and like that is like my like new treat where I'm like okay you have to pace yourself and like not eat like six of these a day because I really could but like it's so good and I'd much rather have my like half sandwich of peanut butter and honey than a chocolate bar like I think it tastes way better and so yeah I mean the thing that got me is on our way up there like day one of the trip um we stopped somewhere and they had um like a few of these like little shops and one was like a candy shop with ice cream and other sweet treats but they had homemade fudge yum and as a kid i grew up like we grew up like having fudge and so it's hard to find real homemade fudge and so i haven't even been craving sweets but as soon as i seen fudge i'm like i'm getting some (laughs) i did stretch it out and make it last a few days like i just got like um a big piece and I shared with everyone and I stretched it out, but I ate all of it. It was delicious. I just made it last a few days, but that's funny. You know, I treated myself. I had a little bit of, you know, I had a, some drinks, like some alcohol beverages a couple times and um I didn't go crazy on sweets. I think I just did more like batter well, that's not a word. Jeez. 
worse food choices. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It wasn't so much sugar that I, I didn't just was like, oh, I'm eating all the sugar. Yeah, and if, and if I did have a drink, I tried to do like uh, sugar-free or something. But I did have a little bit of wine, white wine. I did, I did try the sugar-free wine brand that we oh, found. Oh, do you like it? Very good. Very good. Uh, there's a brand out there called Basque. I think it's called Basque, B-A-S-K, I believe. It's zero sugar. They have a rosé, a Pinot Noir, if I'm saying that right, and they have a, they have a white, white, white wine. I don't remember which one it's called or which one they were trying to go for, but um, anyway. Didn't you say Pinot Grigio? Didn't you tell me? It might have been, or it might have been something else. But anyways, it's a white wine. Basically, okay. they have a white, a red, and a rosé. Okay. So, um, very good. If you like more, like, not-as-sweet wines, um, that's what you're going to get. So, right. if you drink normally more, like, um, very minimal sweet, like, not super dry, but, you know, not more on the drier end. Like a... With a little bit of sweet. Bath. Yeah. Then you're going to like it. But if you drink really sweet dessert wines, you probably won't like them. But I thought they were very good. So I know I've heard a lot about this Dry Farm Wines, which I want to try. But this seems another Canadian brand, um, which I guess is kind of the same concept. They use like a drier wine. So I don't know how that works or how Excuse me, guys. they are able to eliminate sugar. But that's what they say and it tastes good. So anyway. Yeah, that's weird. But I also had sugar that was not... I mean, I also had sugar. I also had wine that was not sugar-free wine. Like, it was regular, yeah. like, Pinot Grigio or whatever. Okay. So, so I, but I enjoyed it. That's our updates for this. Didn't weekend. exercise. Didn't go any walks. Me either. It's been hectic since my, my mom was gone. Just happened that my husband was also working late. So, he was gone at least 12 hours a day. So, he was gone by the time we got up, and then while we were getting in bed by the time he got home. So, there was no way for me to work out. So, that was kind of sad and sucked. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I've been just trying to. Yeah. So, I mean, and that just happens sometimes, you know? Like, we can have everything scheduled and oh laid my gosh. out. Kai, Kai, you just screamed in there. <laughs> That, that happens sometimes, though. Like, we can have things scheduled and laid out, and this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to eat, and this is our schedule for the gym. But, you know, yeah, life happens, or there's things that come up, and we can do our best. I mean, you know, I could have been, in scenarios like that, I could have just been super strict and not wavered and made a point to try to go for a walk, even though every day was super busy because we were running around trying to get my son all the supplies he needs and things for starting. Everyone knows what it's like when you first start out, you have nothing. So you need everything. Right. And so, um, but you know, live your life, have fun, like relax, let it go, enjoy it and get back on it. Right. Yeah. So I mean, this is not like a diet. It's a lifestyle. So. Exactly. And you're going to have times where you go with your family and you're going to go to Mexico and you're going to have your margaritas and you're going to eat your chips and salsa and right. you're going to, you know, live your best life and not work out for the week. And then when you come back, you're going to get right on board to how you normally would eat. And that's okay. I mean, some people choose to be more, what's the word, I guess, like strict. Yeah. I don't like to really use that word, but yeah, you know, but... I guess to each their own. Whatever makes you feel good um, and less stressful, that's probably what you should go for. 
Yeah. Unless it's just super detrimental to your health. But I mean, if you can get away with it for a few days or a week, enjoy your life and um, don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. So anyways, Agreed. I got lots of rest. I felt great regardless of what I was doing. <laughs> oh, glad you got lots of rest. <laughs> I've got the exact, sorry, sorry. Exact opposite lately. Like the other night, literally, my daughter was taking forever to fall asleep. I don't know what was going on with her. So she went to bed at ten. As she was closing her eyes, my son was opening his, and then he was up until midnight. So it was like I fought to get her to bed. I'm like, once I get her to bed, I'll go to sleep. I was so tired that night. And then as soon as she falls asleep, he wakes up, and I was like, oh, of course. My so moments like that, it's like, okay, two is good. Yeah. If I had a oh, third, yeah, because we just had that conversation like two podcasts back. The last podcast, that. I think. Oh. But yeah, I just, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. And I'm, I'm still dealing with like postpartum hormones and, you know, anxiety. And so I'm just and like. And maybe have you, but this week too, because you said you've been eating more sugar and stuff than you normally do. Yeah, but not copious amounts or anything. Okay. No, I was just going to say, like, it does play a big role in, um, you know, if you do, like, if, if somebody struggles with anxiety or depression, like sugar, like high sugar diets or not, you know what I mean? When you incorporate more of that in your daily or weekly, it's going to definitely... Yeah, which bring I, it up. I still think like I think I'm having more sugar, but I still think I'm having way less sugar than like the average person. Like, oh I still yeah, have, no, like way less sugar than yeah. like my husband or. Like, no, I'm not saying that you've just been eating all the sugar, but you went from completely no sugar, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you, you know, know what? I think what messed me up was one night when we were done our 30 days, and I decided I was like I'm gonna get back on it, and then like three nights later it was Halloween, and I had wine, and then I also had um candy like a couple pieces of candy and then I just think that like threw me out of whack and then when I try to go back it was like I was like dipping into like bad mood and like almost having like more intense sugar withdrawals and then I was just like you know what screw it like I'm just gonna have some sugar because I don't want to feel like this right now and then it was like a cycle and now I'm slowly getting out off of the like you know trying to have sh like having sugar or whatever but yeah I don't know. It's hard to explain because what I'm, tr I'm not like just sitting and like eating a bunch of chocolate or like eating a bunch of sugar because really if I did that, I would feel sick. No, you're just have... saying when you had a little bit, you know, then all of a sudden your body was starting to feel kind of grouchy or whatever, like you right. needed more. So I think that was where I messed up. And so then it's like, now I'm starting yeah. to Yeah. So anyway, that is what it is. I'm okay. Yeah, I can okay. jump back pretty easily. But I again, hate... we're all different, right? Yeah. So. And I just have more hormones in my body right now, too. So I yeah. think that plays, like, a big role. And so, yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. It is what it is. Well, back to taking out the sh all the sugar. Because I even... It is. And just even... Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to take out sugar, but I'm just not going to be that strict on myself anymore. I know, like, before I was like, yeah, I'm going back. I'm going to be even more strict. But I'm just not. Like, I just, that's not where I am right now that I just want to be that strict. Do I want to have sugar, like, all the time? Do I want to have desserts? No. But am I going to, like, and do I want to have, like, high sugar in my food that I eat every day? Like, if, let's say, if I made, like, a honey garlic, do I want the, you know, grab the uh, sauce with a bunch of sugar? No. Not what I'm saying at all, but I just think I do better when 
Um, I like, I'm not so, so strict on myself and I'm more so focused on like intuitive eating. The, yeah. The thing is, 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 is you don't want to have a, because that, what, what I'm doing is what I feel like I've was been happening because I've been so strict with my, my, my eating and like trying to eat so good. It's giving me even more anxiety. So this is the kind of person I am. It's like, okay, like I'm not doing what I should be. So I like restrict myself probably more than I even should. And it's like, not like not calorie wise because I don't count calories but like restricted like what I eat I guess and then and then I'm like going through this like restrict right, binge you can't do that binge. so yeah I don't want to start getting into bad habits where I'm binge eating because I feel like I've been restricting myself so much you right know what I so mean? you're getting your brain is starting to fixate on a diet mentality and that's not yeah but I'm not not really though not really. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking that because what you're saying is when you make unhealthy choices that you didn't want to make and you did it maybe a couple of times and you're not happy with yourself, then you try to restrict yourself on like less eating or um, like, oh, well, I over, I ate, I, you know what I mean? I ate this and I shouldn't have. So now I'm just going to like not. I'm just going to skip my next meal or not saying that you skip a meal, but uh, yeah, kind of, I guess it's hard to explain, but I think when I say restrict, I mean like just ha like how we've been trying to eat, you know, like veggies. I'm just been trying to eat veggies, fruit. This is what I do for meat. myself. I make mini goals. And like, if I tell myself, okay, like you had some sugar, I are, I've, I've been watching. I just watched again this morning, somebody, a doctor that I follow on YouTube, I watched another gentleman that's, um, I'm not sure exactly his background, but um, he talks, he's very knowledgeable and brings all the science back information on a lot of nutrition topics is his okay. YouTube channel. And again, two videos on sugar. Um, and it just constantly reminds me of just like how detrimental sugar and high fat, greasy, like fast foods, hydrogenated oils, those two are just like. A disaster so waiting to happen as far as your time ticking on your life, you know? Like, you're just asking yeah. to just go down a bad way of your health and um, with sickness and diseases and even possibly death, depending on what happens to you. So, I guess my thing is what I try to do is I just try to give myself, like, little mini goals. But I'm not, like shaming myself or upset like i want to yeah. say like you know what like i want to take all processed sugar out of my but diet you know what? i don't mean to cut you off but i think that is a big thing with people with anxiety and because you don't have anxiety like i'm not trying to like label people like as a dis at a disadvantage but i think when you overthink things or when you let yourself run oh in, yeah like, like it fixates over, over and over, over in mm -hmm. your brain then you're like what am i doing what am i not doing am i doing enough am i not doing enough um, how do I cut this out? Oh my gosh, I had this. Like, you know what I mean? It's That's your... also with an addiction mentality too, which I can say that because I have been addicted to substances in the past that weren't good for me. And right. so it's like when you cut those out, like of... nicotine, like let's not say like, yeah, I just want to put that out there in oh, case okay. people think like you were like yeah. addicted to like hardcore drugs or something. No, but like on years gone past or whatever, when I had to cut that out of my life, um, you know, your brain will sit there and it'll fixate on that. Like, I need it. I want it. I need it. I want it. And if you don't let it go and you keep thinking and just thinking, I need it. I need it. I need it. I want it. I want it. I'm not going to feel better until I have it. You're just, you need to like teach yourself 
you know, easier said than done. For some it's easier, for some it's not. For some it might take a long time or years to do this, but you just literally have to stop yourself in that second and be like, no, I do not. This is my brain messing with me right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And it's not true. And the minute you stop and detour yourself and think about something else or distract yourself with something mm-hmm. else or do something else, you forget about it. And so also, but it's a catch-22 with sugar because sugar does increase anxiety it increases depression there's science to back it um it it is what it is and so for those that are fighting depression and fighting anxiety no i can't relate as far as the 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 different things that you're saying the mental on health aspect yeah. yeah but the more we take these things out of our diet the better and mentally we will feel. Yeah. And the more it'll help us. And I know like when you did that full 30 days, you were strong, you were doing good. We said again, sugar is highly addictive. Um, it messes with your brain just as any strong drug out there. Um, there's science to back that. It's um, it's just, it's one of those things. And, you know, people, like I was watching the video day, the guys, and people say like, oh, a little sugar, this is no big deal. And a little sugar, that is no big deal. But... It really is a big deal. And his his take on it was everybody's being so strict with COVID. Like, you know, you can't, you have to social distance. You have to wear your mask. You're trying to stay away. But people aren't worrying about their immune system. I mean, sugar just breaks down, your tears yeah. down your immune system. So it's like, if you're really worried about getting COVID and spreading germs, it's like, let's focus on boosting our immune system. Let's right. focus on keeping ourselves healthy and what can we put into our body that can make us stronger and healthier. So if we do face um, sickness or diseases or things, unfortunately, like COVID, if, if we run into that, our body can fight it a lot better Yeah, and it'll be easier for us. And again, everybody's on their own journey. What's easy for me may not be easy for you. What may be easy for you might not be easy for me in certain things. So we just kind of have to just do our best. But again... Don't beat yourself up. Um, just every day is a new day. Every meal is a new meal. Um, yeah, for sure. I just, every time. I mean, I don't beat myself up. It might sound like I do, but I just, I don't intentionally like, oh man, like you're, you know, like I I do think like, oh crap, I had that, but I don't like dwell on it. You know, like once I have it, I move yeah. forward. Like but... me, when I was on vacation, I had several things that were bad. Um, yeah. I mean, and... I guess when I had them, I didn't at any time, I was never, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't say that I never said like, oh, I shouldn't have ate that, but I was never like beating myself up about it. Like, oh my yeah, gosh, I can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. What did I did? I'm like, you know what? I'm vacation. I've been craving pancakes, like real pancakes with, you know, the crappy syrup. That's what they serve at the restaurant. I'm eating them, you know, or yeah. they're known for their homemade waffles. I'm having them. There's homemade fudge. I'm having it. Yep. In a week, I did have all three of those things. And some wine. I did learn a little tidbit today too, um, which again, there's science to back it. I don't have, if anybody's interested in like, oh, well, where did you hear this from? Like, I can give you the information. I can tell you where I heard it and their science-backed information. Um, but I did um, learn in here today that... Um, if you like after you do have some sugar, because there's going to times where we're going to have sugar, like mm-hmm. we've already mentioned, it's just going to happen. Um, if you walk, like if you literally go for a walk, like a brisk walk after you're done eating sugar, it substantially lowers your blood sugar levels. Hmm. So even like this gentleman even measured like his blood sugar levels before 
Um, and then when he went for a walk, they like drastically decreased by half. So even someone, um, I don't know, I guess what I'm just saying is even like diabetics and stuff like that, it would probably be beneficial for them like after they consume sugar or a higher or higher carb foods or which us is, all which is harder to do now that it's winter like i can't just really walk out my door anymore. yeah and again i mean a lot of these people that i listen to they live in warmer climates where they can just like go outside and go for a quick walk in their right. neighborhood you know which i'm jealous of and you have kids and stuff like for me i can go out easier Right, but it's still harder in the winter to get on all Yeah, the it is, but you know what? I see all these older people, like, I mean old, and out in my neighborhood, and I it doesn't matter. Like, today, minus 15, cold, icy, snow, like, everywhere, and they're just always out there walking, and I'm just so proud of them. Like, I want to be them when I'm their age. <laughs> like, it's just so impressive. Yeah, like, that's cool. It doesn't matter weather or rain, like, snow, they are out there, and it's just like... It's really impressive, and I admire that. But anyways, if you can or if you live in a better climate where you can get out and go for a quick walk or say, like, maybe you've splurged and had something and you have time to run to the gym afterwards and go for, like, a 30-minute walk on the treadmill or something, you know. Yeah. Just a little tidbit. That's so, cool. That's awesome. I like anyway. that. Anyway. I like that that fact or that mm -hmm. tidbit or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well... Any other updates or do you want to jump into our podcast? No. Other than I guess we'll keep you posted today how our workout and workout week goes. We all plan I'm to hoping have... to get to the gym today too, so... Yeah, I have a positive week planned. I already started my week off with um, some cardio. I wasn't ready to hit the weights yet, so... Yeah, me either. You I know what? I did some hit cardio slash whatever you want to call it. On the treadmill, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the gym and just go on the treadmill today too, honestly. I think I'm just going to do some uh, low-intensity steady state, some lifts. Yeah. Because um, I'm just wanting to boost my, like, mood, really, at this point. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not in the mood to lift weights today, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, I mean, I do cardio. Yeah, yeah, it felt great. I, I was on there for 45 minutes. I worked up a sweat. Um, I did sprints on there. I did incline climbing, and it just... And I thought to myself, you know, once I get in here, maybe I might do some other weights. And when I was there, I was like, you know what? No. Like, you're in here. Do your thing. Leave and work your way back up. And I did yeah. it, too, because I was feeling blah because I didn't work out all week. And I yeah. didn't eat as good as I should. So my body, I was. I was starting to feel like that kind of, like, little bit moody type. So it made I me feel, feel a lot better. So anyways, we will keep you posted on that if you yeah. care. <laughs> and, yeah. Other than that, I don't think I really have much else to talk about. My week's been pretty, you know, not too, not too, what's the word I'm looking you've for? You've been in home, you've been at home all day with two little kids. Well, yeah, that's my every day today, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, all right, let's just jump into the podcast. Okay. Do you want me to go first? You yeah, go we're, first? Doing, we're doing part two this week of yes. uh, carbs hit versus lists mm -hmm. right and mine's quick so i'll just do mine first okay you can end with yours sure I'll switch it up so i'm gonna do last week i did the advantages and all that stuff so make sure you watch part one for both for both of our the macronutrients part of this episode and also the uh fitness part hit part because um like she said we have a part one so 
Anyways. Yeah. Part one, we were talking about uh, carbohydrates on my nutrition end, and Brianna was talking about HIT versus LIST. Yeah. So today I'm going to be starting off with disadvantages for HIT. So um, that is, it can be difficult to maintain form because you're going so fast. <clears throat> so fast. Sorry, guys. It's not as effective at developing your aerobic system because it's anaerobic, not aerobic. So, um, again, I said I would get into that, but basically meaning after a while of just doing hit, you could be, um, you could be lightning fast and strong, but can gas out quickly. Like you won't have stamina after a while of doing hit because you're used to doing those quick workouts. Um, it's not for everyone. Beginners to fitness may find this form of exercise to be a bit too much. Another is it can wind you up too much. So some people have problems relaxing after a HIIT workout and they have trouble shutting down. So if you're like a nighttime um, workout person, oh. then HIIT probably isn't for you because you yeah. get your adrenaline going and stuff like that. Um, it can actually, an overdose of HIIT can also trigger anxiety symptoms like jitterness, sweaty, um, sweaty palms, racing heart, those kinds hmm. of things. Uh, it can. I mean, I've never. Yeah, these are the but, these are the possible. Yeah. Negative High, effects. And there's but. higher occurrence of injury, right? Because all the grinding of your gears and coupled with the rest and recovery time, it can be serious long-term injury if you don't know what you're doing and if you don't stretch and if you don't give yourself breaks between hit workouts. Or, or I'm thinking too, like if you're starting to tire out and you keep pushing yourself, that's when you're likely to hurt yourself too, right? Yeah. Because you just keep wanting to go. Yeah. But you're getting sloppy. <laughs> exactly. And then for disadvantages for lists, which is low intensity steady state, and hit is high interval training. Which I, high I'm guessing, training. I just have to guess, like there can't be too many disadvantages to lists. No. Um, it may lead to a plateau and get stuck in it. You might get stuck in an exercise oh, rut. That makes sense. That's the first one. Um, it will take a long time to lose weight. So um, doing about 10 hours of list cardio per week may only burn one pound of fat. So it's not like super fat burning. It's not a... It's tight. not like hit where it keeps burning the fat. Yeah. <laughs> Reduces your metabolism in the long run. Which is interesting. It reduces. Yeah. Um, if hmm. you do, I think it's if you do it all the time, and you, that's this is this is like if this is your only workout form of workout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting though. Um, you get bored easily. This is due to the you're doing the same thing at the same pace for extended period of time, so it can get boring if you're doing it. Um, which one I prefer? So I prefer hit, which probably is not a surprise. <laughs> and same, 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 same. Because it's quick, gives me that sweaty, right. that sweaty accomplished feeling afterwards, and it continues to burn calories after I'm done. Um, so that's what I prefer. Right, you personally. can go in there, have a short workout, give yeah. it all, give it your all or whatever, do your thing, yeah. and you can switch it up too. All the different routines. Mm -hmm. Which one is for you? If you're currently overweight and new to fitness, list cardio is probably a good starting point for you. Right. Not used to working out at all. Yeah. If you're a beginner and you're like, don't know, I would just start with list. Um, HIT is for you if you want to save time in the gym and want that sweaty, intense workout. 
Hit and lifts are two completely opposite forms of exercise, obviously. And some of the best, some of the benefits of hit are the downfalls or down drawbacks, I guess, of lists and vice versa. So how I would put them into your workout routine. So this is just my opinion, obviously. You can do as you please with information that I've given you or information that you research yourself. Um, doing both hit and list is totally possible to do in your workout routine, which I'm planning on starting to do. Um, you can all... Especially if you live in a nice climate. Yeah. You can just get outside for like two times a day for 15 minutes at a pass. Bath. Or not pass, but you know what I mean, at a no, steady you pace. You have to go for at least 30 minutes at oh. one, one time. Okay. I've also heard research, though, too, that you still get the same benefits of walking, even if you split it up three times a day or, like, oh, yeah. twice a day. I guess. So I don't Maybe. know if I don't that... I too much about that, I, I don't know if that goes with lists, but anyway. Um... Yeah, Sorry. so you can alternate between hit and list. Yeah. Uh, if your goal is to build up your stamina for cardio, this would be the way to go. And if you want lean muscles and a quick workout, hit is the way to go. Because too much lists will actually have you lose muscle mass, which I thought was interesting when I was researching this. Um, I kind of can see that, though, because people who just walk all the time, which is actually really great for your mental health, and like we said, blood sugars that we just learned today and other things super good for you but if you're just walking all the time a lot of people will lose like a lot of weight from walking but they're also losing a lot of muscle yeah. with the fat and we mm -hmm. you definitely need and want muscle yeah exactly so i would do both and like i said if you're new start with lists but definitely don't like stay there start incorporating hit or weight training or you know, doing something else. It's all also like with fitness, it's so hard to give advice because it's, it's what your goals are. So if you're like goal is to run a marathon, then your workout routine is going to be totally different than someone who just wants to, you know, get lean muscle or who is, um, training for a Spartan race or, right. you know, like there's just so many yeah. different pathways. And obviously I just give a general right. explanation. So I just want to like put a disclaimer out there because I mean, I'm more so coming from like people, everyday people who just want to look better. But obviously if you have different goals then, and some people like look different looks, like some people don't want lean muscle at all. They just want to be thin, like you to your own, I guess, you know? So... Yeah, so on here, we're just kind of trying to give tips on, like, what we know or what works for us or what we like to do. Yeah. Because, again, with, like you said, with fitness and with nutrition, we're all bio-individuals and everything is going to be completely different. When you come down to the crunch time of really getting serious and wanting to be healthy, um, things that we even do might look completely different right. for you than they even do for either one of us. Yeah, so, um, exactly. But we just, a start point, right? Yeah. So overall, saying all that to say overall, consistency and discipline are the most important factors when it mm -hmm. comes to exercising and getting results. So if you really want to lose weight, be healthy, get more energized, think about what form of exercise you can see yourself doing long term, find a style of exercise that you enjoy doing and build a habit of doing it regularly. Yeah. The results will come. You just have to be patient and stick with it. Agreed. Whatever you decide to do, and stick definitely with it. like you what said, like find something that you like to do because if you literally hate it, you're not gonna stick with it. Yeah, you know, and try different things because 
you don't know, you might think you don't like doing anything. But if you try a bunch of different variety of things, you might realize and be surprised that you actually really like to do something yeah. that you never thought you would have liked to do, which I know that's happened with me along my fitness journeys of just trying different things, right? There's some things where I'm just like, no, yuck. Like I'm not a runner. I hate <laughs> running. I don't like doing it. I'll do quick sprints like I did today on the treadmill, but I am not a runner. I yeah. never will be. I don't enjoy it. I hate it. Whereas other people, that's they just love that, right? So yeah, find what you love. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. But yeah, exactly. So let's jump into the carbs part two. Okay, bear with me. It might be a little rusty today. But <laughs> um, so part one, we talked about simple carbs. Mm -hmm. Today, the carbohydrates our body needs, which are full of fiber, vitamins, and minerals are... Dun, 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 Complex carbs. Dun, 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 dun. That's what I, I told you last week. We were going to be talking about complex carbs. So um, complex carbs, they they take longer to digest than simple carbs. So they don't raise your blood sugars as easily. And so they're known for long-term fuel to help give you energy. Okay. So that's why, like, speaking of, like, runners and people who do triathlons and stuff like that, like... You know, they have the little stations. I don't know about triathlons because I'm, I'm not into that. But, like, even, like, when you go to marathons and stuff, they have the little stations where you can, like, grab the snack, grab your along the way to oh, keep your energy going. Interesting. Um, anywho, if I'm wrong about that, runners, let me know. But I swear that I've seen that, so. I know they have stations but for, like, water. But carbs do give you but energy. stations for food? I don't know. Yeah, like, long endurance, like, Crazy. running, like, little, like, bars and stuff like that huh. and then people who are like i don't know i'm gonna just start saying a bunch of stuff that i don't know and people that are listening to this are gonna be like oh my gosh it's so not true because i'm just like rambling on but anyways they do they do they are they do give you energy though carbs okay so some so can't speak um so complex carbs they're still high on the sum not all some complex carbs are still high on that glycemic index which you've talked about before which just mean foods that cause a higher spike to your blood sugar. So there's better choices when eating complex carbs. So this is just an example. So like whole wheat bread, even though it's whole wheat bread, it's still high on the glycemic index. But if you were to find like unrefined, sprouted whole wheat, like whole grains, like mm -hmm. what we eat when we have bread, um, that's going to be a little lower on the glycemic um, index because it's full of fiber. It digests slower and it slows the release of insulin. And it helps you feel full and less likely to overeat when you when that happens. And just a reminder on insulin, again, it helps regulate your blood sugar levels. It's that constant high levels can cause health problems, as we've mentioned before. So insulin is, it helps you cut those, bring those sugar levels down. So because yeah. basically we would die if we didn't have insulin. Our mm -hmm. sugars would just kill us, basically. Um, so even, but even though we're talking about grains, even still grains are not the best choice. Hmm. Um, when you're talking about complex carbs, you still want to eat those minimally. Um, the best choice is going to be like your vegetables. Um, vegetables cause a slower sugar conversion and decreases insulin levels. So if your insulin levels are too high, this can interfere with your body burning fat, which we don't want that. We don't want no. any interference there. <laughs> If you have fat to lose, like myself, plus so many other health problems, which we've mentioned in past podcasts. So eat your grains in moderation. 
Um, I could say a lot more about grains, but that's not my topic today, so I'm not right. going to go there. I know it's hard because most of us are like, we're really into the okay. bread life. I am a bread girl. I was bread. And the cracker life. I was bred to be a bread And the girl. pasta life. No, I don't care about pasta. <laughs> I don't care about crackers. I want I'm bread. I'm not a big pasta person either. I want but bakery bread. Sourdough. Bread is good. Okay. Crackers. I won't, I won't um, get us off topic, but... Yeah. yeah. Makes you want bread. So, but try your best to steer <laughs> clear of those, okay? Okay. Um, there are two different types of complex carbs. There's, hopefully I say this right, there's um, oligosaccharides and polysaccharides. If I'm not mm -hmm. saying it right, forgive that me. That sounds right. Um, oligosaccharides have less units of sugar um, and the benefits of supporting your immune system, absorbing minerals, they help with digestion. They're also considered prebiotics, which help feed the good, the good bacteria in your gut, which we've mentioned before. Examples of these foods would be non-ripe bananas. Um, non-ripe? Well, they say, yeah, non-ripe is the best. But how many of us, like, that's how I prefer mine. Like, you know, right when they're starting to ripe, but uh, they're yeah. still not ripened all the way? Because ripen would be when they're starting to be, like, brown. Right. With spots on them. Okay. Onions, garlic, asparagus. Uh, polysaccharides have higher units of sugar. And they need substantial digestion before you can before it can be absorbed into the body. Okay. So there's two kinds of polysaccharides. There's starches and there's non-starches. So those are bad. No, they're not bad. Oh. Neither one of these are bad. Complex cards are good and healthy for you. Oh. Okay. But out of the two different kinds, one of them have less sugar units. So you're not gonna oh, okay. spike your Got blood you. as much. And then the other ones are gonna um, they have higher units of sugar. But, and they, and you need, it's, it's harder in your body to digest, I guess. Whereas okay. the other ones, you have less sugar and they're easier to digest. Okay. Right. But they're starches and non-starches. So I'm just breaking down the different kinds. Right. No, I just wanted to make sure I was yeah. understanding what you're saying. So starches convert into glucose to be used by the body as quick energy. There's also resistant starch, which provides nourishment in the colon by the beneficial bacteria it gives. So, side note, uh, resistant starch does not, does not digest and goes straight to the large intestine where it becomes fermented, creating beneficial short-chain fatty acids that may help block the body's ability to burn carbs and instead increase fat burning after eating. Hmm. So, we like resistant starches. Resistant starch has various health benefits like helping prevent the growth of harmful bacteria, it blocks absorption of toxic chemicals, lowers blood sugar, reduces appetite. Um, they're found in different foods and also in certain ways you prepare your food. So example is boiled potatoes, um, cooled completely and eaten cold. Hmm. So that's resistant starch. So that you'll get all the benefits that I just mentioned by doing that. You have to make sure they're cool, cooled down all the way and that you're eating them cold. Weird. So... Because when um, I warm it, it turns into something else. Yeah, it's just going to be regular starch, not like your resistant starch. Hmm. Um, or green bananas. Okay, so examples of starch polysaccharide foods are oats, potatoes, brown rice, whole grains, squash, legumes, quinoa, yams. So a lot of the foods that nice. we like and eat. Um, Non-starches support healthy blood sugar. 
They soothe joints and GI tract, and they aid in your immune system. So non-starch examples of food would be like medicinal mushrooms, like shiitake, reishi. He thinks that's funny. <laughs> aloe vera, which there's aloe vera juice that you can have. I don't think anyone's just going to gnaw on a piece of aloe vera. Aloe vera juice is not my favorite. Um, flax seeds and seaweed. These are just like a couple examples when I give mm -hmm. them to you. So all of these complex cards, everything that I've mentioned, starches, non-starches, um, resistant starch, the different types of complex carbs it's all good for you it's just letting you know the different benefits and the different kinds of carbohydrates since that's what we're talking about okay. so let's talk about fiber now because complex carbs there's also the fiber side of it so fiber is category categorized as carbohydrates found in plants but it acts different than the other carbs so if it's high if it's got fiber in it Fiber passes through the body undigested and therefore cannot be broken down as sugars, which most complex carbs are full of fiber. So this is good, right? Um, it balances your blood sugar. It adds zero calories and promotes satiety. Yep, you heard that, right? Fiber is an essential part of a healthy diet. <laughs> a part of a commercial there for a second. Well, yep. think about it. It balances you your blood right. sugar. It adds zero calories and promotes satiety. I mean, people are so afraid to eat, like, carbohydrates. And it's like, when you eat complex, real carbohydrates, like, there's so many good health benefits. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it makes you feel satisfied. It helps, you know your digestive system it does so many good things for your body and you actually can lose weight and yeah. um like people are just scared to eat they think they're going to just eat too much food it's like you where we gain weight from is sugar and eating all these simple carbs and um complex carbs definitely help your body a lot you don't need to be scared to eat them um, again whole grain Try to stay away from not eating tons of whole grain. But as far as vegetables, yeah. go crazy. They're not going to make you gain weight. If anything, they're going to make you lose weight. Um, when consuming foods high in fiber, make sure you drink lots of water, though. Um, fluids um, to help your body with digestion, which helps eliminate the waste easier. Because we talked about before, can bulk up, you know, and not get flushed through your system as easily, right? So you got to make sure you're drinking... Lots of fluids, preferably water. Um, there's, and just again, to break it down again, there's two kinds of fiber. There's soluble and there's insoluble. So soluble is things like oats, beans, chia seeds, apples, citrus fruits. Those are examples. Insoluble is going to be things like whole grain foods, skins of vegetables, fruit, leaves, seeds, um, as you can tell by now that there's a lot involved when you talk about carbohydrates. Yeah. So I hope this Intense. helps you. Yeah. I hope this helps you better <laughs> understand what carbohydrates are and the important role they play in our overall health. Um, since some carbohydrate foods convert faster to sugars, depending on your goals, um, I've attached a link will, or will attach a link, um, in the details from guidelines.diabetes.ca with a glycemic index guide. I just thought it would be helpful oh, cool. because I think certain people, if they're wanting to just keep like their sugar intake lower, they can kind of, can kind of give you a guide. So you can kind of get an idea of like, oh wow, that food is really high. Maybe I should eat less of it. Yeah. 
So if you're looking for weight loss like me, for example, you want to eat carbohydrates low or medium on the glycemic index and you want to try to avoid the high glycemic carb foods, in my opinion. However, if you are an ideal weight, like yourselves, I think you are at an ideal weight. You don't, but anyways, I think you are. Um, and you're very active, which generally you're pretty active um, or athletic, you might want higher glycemics. Right? Because you need the energy yeah. and you need that quick energy to help you get through your intense workouts and you don't need to lose weight. Um, so, yeah. So, food, so higher glycemic foods from time to time will aid in that quick energy source, like I just said. So, if you're starting a journey in healthy eating, mm-hmm. just focus, as we've said before in past podcasts, focus on eating whole foods. And ensuring you include healthy carbohydrates. Do not be scared of them. I know there's a lot of fad diets on right now and out there right now. And I'm not against some of those healthier way of eating because there's example like keto um, is very healthy and has a lot of health benefits. So I'm not against certain ways of eating. But overall, just when you're first learning to eat healthy we, we don't have to be afraid of carbohydrates. We just need to stick away from the higher glycemic or simple carbohydrates. Yeah. So don't focus so much on everything else. If, it's, if you're just starting a health journey, just switching over to a healthier way of eating, you will experience lots of health benefits. So, hmm. yeah. Again, if you're eating normally like a standard American diet full of sugar and fast food and you switch over and you're eating vegetables and grains and all this stuff, you can eat till your heart's content. Like you're gonna you're gonna do good. So eat your healthy carbs. Okay. And enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And we'll see you guys next time. Oh, follow us on Mo- Moms on a Mission podcast on Instagram and you can email us at moms on a mission podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Have a good day.